All right, so we've got everything set up here, as you can see. Um, so we got Bitcoin, Gold, USD, XAU, USD, as well as USD, China, one, and DXY. So you're looking at a chart year to date. So I'm recording this as a podcast as well. So it'll be only an audio version. So we're looking at Bitcoin up 54%. Gold up 7.59%, China one. And again, not to remember that's USD, China won. So that's the flip of it is um, 2.74. So that's a weakening China one. And the DXY, which is the dollar index at 0.48%. So you can clearly see here the winner is so far for the year, it's by a long shot, is Bitcoin. But when you go to, let's say, a month, things change. So now you're seeing Bitcoin at the bottom there at negative 12, gold at negative 2.7, and now both the DXY 2.6, 2.86. So this is now the turning of the tide. Uh, where DXY, US dollar, and the China one is uh, getting stronger. Now, again, remember that's USD China one. So that's a weakening Chinese one against the US dollar. So the US dollar right now is the dominant one. So we are looking at a one month time frame. So if you go to a five day, this is where things get really wonky. Bitcoin's still negative. DXY is now negative 0.05. Gold is plus 0.12. And USD China won 0.38%. So you got to ask yourself, this is not about buy and hold anymore. This is not about buy and hold. Because clearly Bitcoin is negative over the last few uh, month, month or so, let's say a couple of weeks. Um, so Bitcoin is not worthwhile holding on to, uh, but the U.S. dollar seems to be, or gold maybe. But if you were to add in, let's say, so that's a five-minute chart you're looking at there. So if I was to throw in for fun, XPX, which one's the better one? So you can see here now that the markets are doing much better with a 2% return with SPX over the last uh, month, I believe. Yeah, or no, um, yeah, this is for the last five days, sorry. So if I was to look at, just to give you an intraday of today, this radically flips again. Bitcoin's up. Uh, so you gotta ask yourself, which one's the better one to hang on to? I'll be looking at the one month view, and quite clearly, you can see out of everything that the SPX is your best one to hold. But the question is, how long will the SPX last? So this is where it's going to throw you off. We had Apple today release their headset thing. I was really shocked to see this. So when you look at Apple, um, Apple's uh, stocks kind of got crushed. Um, let me take out one of these. Let me take out Bitcoin. Okay, so we don't want the 
So here we have um, the market tank today. And you can see gold spiked. Okay, quite a bit. And um, when you look at, as I was going to compare Apple, Apple I thought was going to pop today. I really did. And Apple did move up quite a bit, and it dropped from 7% down to 4.59%. Okay, so this is one of the drawbacks of these big tech, if you do intraday. I could also take a look at NVIDIA, which got that big run-up. Um, NVIDIA here. So NVIDIA, it's still retained. That's pretty shocking. That's still able to retain. It's 30 seven percent return and it has not collapsed i think this point this will at some point may collapse um when the markets turn so again when you look at the and again this is uh intraday um so overall spx is up but nvidia is the big winner obviously Okay, so let me get rid of that one for NVIDIA. So this is the real question is what's worthwhile to hold to get maximum to get maximum return? Because if you look at uh, gold, it's not performing. Um, but let, let me pull up a new chart here uh, just as a comparison. So let's say I'm going to use – I'm only using XAUUSD because these are usually – the popular ones that most people look at. I think there are better gold plays out there, but I'm just going to show you the popular ones. So we have XAU USD. Okay, so if I was to show you a month monthly view, so here's the monthly view. It's been declining. Why? Because as it should, and if I look up, uh, let's use SPY. Okay. Five the SP S and P five hundred ETF trust. Okay, so this is the typical relationship historically we should see. Spy or the markets go up, stock market goes up, and gold should come down. That is what we should typically see. But if you look at a six month view, you can see that they work together. They're 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 correlated. There's no it's up until last few months uh starting here may 23rd it started to diverge as it should like that's what when you when you're in school back in the day uh economics 101 would tell you this that if the markets go up then yeah it should go up and then gold should should be uncorrelated and move indirectly against the performance of the market so it's doing what it should be doing as of May 23rd. So up until that point, the market was really distorted. So that's a good sign that gold is going negative. So uh, as long as the markets tank, um, gold will perform well. Now, what's my view overall of the stock market? Um, from what I'm seeing, uh, it's really hard to to tell you like if you look at companies like apple did fairly well but it might be better to look at a company like google or alphabet see how they're doing so they're doing fairly well 
or MSFT, Microsoft. And I'm bringing them up because it's important to note that uh, these are your big tech companies. These are the kind of companies that are skewing the markets, right? So majority of stocks are not performing anywhere as close to the big big tech, let's say the top 10 companies, um, because they're skewing the markets, making look the market, the stock market look healthy when it's fundamentally not really uh, strong. We've got weaker manufacturing. We've got um, all kinds of weakness out there um, that shouldn't be uh, happening, right? If you got any questions, let me know. Um, but yeah, big tech's what's skewing the stock market in the U.S. And it ind indirectly skews the overall uh, market globally, right? So uh, I'm going to get rid of these uh, other stocks here. So I just want to mention that, that you you got to realize that the stock market is somewhat skewed. Um, and there's a lot of downward pressure in the markets right now. So if you look at a company like, I don't know, GE's been doing okay. General Electric. Uh, you can see there, it's very volatile, but trending up. Uh, let me get a better, let me get a daily view here. Uh, boom. Okay. We don't want that. We want one day. You see here that, uh, yeah, generally General Electric's not doing too good. Uh, or let's see here. How do I get my, okay, one day. There we go. So generally, yeah, GE is doing okay. Um, but you can see here it, it popped in uh, 23. So it's been doing pretty good, actually. Um, so let me try another stock here. Uh, let me try, like, I don't know, IBM. If anyone, anyone wants to try, give me a st random stock. But generally, um, the best reliable way to know if how the global markets are doing, like not just stock market, but everything. There's XA, XAU, XAG gold silver ratio, which can be fairly reliable. And you can see here, it's kind of gone flat, but generally it has inclined, came back down, and then it's gone kind of choppy. Um, but generally, let me pull up... Uh, a five-year so you can see here um it really spiked in 2020 for the global sickness did increase during uh the time of april during the pan the uh, the virus kicking in still and it's kind of gone choppy here so generally if i was to show you all this is generally what's been going on here we are in 2008 level, right? And now we're kind of at that same level historically for the X, the gold silver ratio. And what that says mainly is that um, the global risk that we were at in terms of fear, uh, we were at the same level as pretty close to the, and, and pretty well mean reverting along the peak here, what was in the 2008 period. So that's how much risk we're at comparatively 
speaking, uh, going back over the last 15 years. So we're at the same level of risk as this. So it's just now waiting it out to see a catalyst to come in. And this catalyst is this right here um, with the uh, global sickness. When it first popped in, you can see here it was building. And as soon as January rolled around that year, when the global sickness was first out, uh, it just peaked. And then it, it tapered back off. But here, and then they started pumping all the money uh, from the Federal Reserve. And printer press went burr. And then as they printed more, that global risk started to continue. And it's just been basically mean reverting there. So it's a matter of a calamity waiting to happen to push it back to the same level as what we had before. Now, what will be that catalyst? The way the, the last two days headlines, they've been with, um, with, uh, with a war with potentially China and, and maybe Russia as well. So that's the risk there and what's driving that outside of national debt as well. So that's something to really understand the history of that and where we're at. Okay, so uh, when you compare that to gold, now remember that's a gold-silver ratio. So when you look at gold, uh, how's gold doing? You can see there's some kind of relationship there, but it's not. You don't see the equivalent of the extremities as you do with the silver. And look at the gold-silver ratio. So gold is somewhat suppressed. Um, one of the indicators that I learned about was with because of inflation. Inflation will suppress gold performance unless there's a, again a major calamity. So when you look at in the last uh, three months. Um, you can see here, gold silver did not factor in back in March when the gold, when the uh, bank crisis was really kind of kicking in right here along here. And uh, ex the gold silver ratio kind of didn't really factor it in, but gold did move up. And when you look at Bitcoin, as well, um, you can see it kind of also moved up and it kind of moved back down. So these are your hedges when things get really, really, really bad. Um, so both gold and Bitcoin. So when that happens, but they, they only work when there's a major calamity. Okay. And then the last major calamity was just that the banking collapses back in March, and the other big one, as I said, was in 2008. So uh, you can see, well, I don't know why. Let's see here if we go back five years. So you can see here that the gold-silver ratio, but Bitcoin's been very, very volatile. Um, so what's happening right now with in terms of performance, I think we're moving into a world of fiat versus digital fiat versus crypto. So um, let me get let me pull up an, a better. So I'm going to bring up the DXY. Now this is the U.S. dollar index. 
Okay, so we can do a comparison. Let's say over the last three, uh, let, let's say last year. So here's the story we have. Um, we want to go back maybe five years would look better. Yeah, you're not seeing what I want to show. Okay, let, let me get rid of these two other ones first. I want to show you. So here is the performance of the DXY, right? So the DXY was the best performer probably out there for um, all assets to hold for, for last year. It was easily from 90 to 114, you got a 25-point move holding DXY over last year. So if you if you didn't trade at all and just moved everything in the in the US dollar, you would have done really well. No trading, just holding DXY or, or or US dollar. You would have done very, very well. And then you can see what's happening now. It's starting to decline. So what does this mean? Is that when you factor this against gold, XAU, USD, um, and if I pull up uh, a one year again, or a five year, let's see here. So here's the 2022 move for for uh, DXY. That's again US dollar. You can see it's 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 inclined. What happened to gold? It declined. So there's all these different scenarios uh meaning where they either can they 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 correlate or don't or are uncorrelated you want to build wealth you have to own uncorrelated assets so you can clearly see somewhat there is an uncorrelation here between gold and us dollar so when us dollar is weakening you can see what's happening is uh, gold goes up and vice versa. So the reason for that is that these are major, major institutions, especially U.S.-based. If the U.S. dollar goes up, they'll dump gold and uh, focus on U.S. dollar holding U.S. dollar, let's just say, if that's the only assets in the world. And then uh, that's a pretty clear correlation somewhat, but then you get time periods like here where both move up together. So majority of the time, there is an uncorrelated relationship between gold and U.S. dollar. Okay, so then if I was to throw in, uh, well, we're focusing on gold. So let's say if I threw in Bitcoin, what would it, what would Bitcoin have done? So with Bitcoin. You can see Bitcoin is easily outperforming all of them, right? But the problem here, so even if you go back to 2019, Bitcoin still, by a long shot, outperforms, uh, uh, outperforms uh, the other two. But this is where the timing comes in. If you get your first wave of profit with Bitcoin up until March 2021, and then it uh, drops back and then it climbs again up to here, November 2021, and since then it's declined. If you, I've done very well in these two runs, really well. But um, Bitcoin is not the influential as it once was. 
So, as I said, it's really now moving into the world of gold, or sorry, fiat, gold, and Bitcoin as, as the new money system that people are moving towards. Um, I think, let me just pull up, uh, I'll get rid of these two. Just want to show you just general performance of gold. I'm oh, sorry, of, of DXY, US dollar. So the dollar has started to decline. Why? As long here, the US government's weaponized their US dollar against other countries. And that not only that, but countries have held their debt in U.S. dollar, right? So if their if their debt's rising, it gets worse for them as they hold debt in U.S. dollars. So that's why a lot of countries are very skeptical of wanting to hold U.S. dollar for debt to dominate a U.S. dollar. So that's one reason why they want to get rid of it, and they also don't want to hang on to. Uh, onto uh US dollar because if, if their country does something wrong, they get hit get penalized by the US government, you know, through sanctions or some form of something. We know those countries, right? Because those countries have to play along with the system if they're going to denominate their debt in US dollar. So that's why we see this big decline here. And that's a fairly big decline from 114 peak all the way down here, and, and, it, and it goes up and down. But if you see the relationship between that, and again, let's pull up um, the SPY, right? To see the relationship between the markets, you can see there's somewhat a uh, separate relationship here. It's not, it's, it's very subtle, but you can see here as the SPY or the market, stock market moves up, U.S. dollar should decline, and then as it falls, like in 2022, it moves up, and again, it's kind of starting to show that same relationship uh, for last year, and uh, we're seeing that the uh, SPY is moving up. Meanwhile, the DXY is kind of kind of declining, so that's another driver of that, and that could also be driven by. Uh, exports. So it, traditionally, if U.S. dollar gets weaker, exporters in the U.S. market uh, do better because the dollar is cheaper. So if the dollar is cheaper, other countries will order product from the U.S. because the dollar is cheaper. Especially if if that if the company is charging product to be charged in U.S. dollars. So here, uh, this makes sense. So so the market could go up as more exports rise as the u.s dollar weakens that makes sense that's a typical uh relationship that would make sense um so when you throw in good old bitcoin again uh the problem here <laughs> it's really hard to to say what's the story here what's the relationship between the stock market u.s dollar and Bitcoin, there is there no there's no story here, right? So it's very hard to predict that. Very hard to predict what Bitcoin does. So it's kind of you can kind of see it between the U.S. dollar and the stock market. There's that relationship, and we already know if I throw in gold, um, 
XAU XAU and again I'm just showing you the popular ones so you could see here what what's happening where you should okay so again we're looking at the relationship between gold and the stock market right you can see somewhat gold moving in the same direction as the stock market but as i said that's how it's been for well since 2018 right that shouldn't be happening but when you look at what's been going on let's say in the last three months as it said you'd start to see that breakdown that uncorrelated breakdown that indirect relationship that's supposed to be normal so that started what's driving that hard to say um but uh if the markets go down gold should go up and that's what we're kind of seeing right now so if that if that continues long term this kind of relationship as it should then it's much easier to predict the market but again uh when you throw in uh the US dollar the DXY How's DXY doing? So now you've got <laughs> DXY moving along with gold, which shouldn't be happening either, right? And then you start to see what's going on with Bitcoin. And then you see Bitcoin in the dumper, right? Along with the dollar. Because usually I can show you there's a relationship between the dollar. Actually, I could show you now. If I show you the relationship between the dollar and Bitcoin, there was a relationship. So everything what I'm saying is kind of breaking down, but there's other relationships forming. So if I show you DXY, okay, and the relationship between that and Bitcoin, Traditionally, Bitcoin used to move in the opposite direction of the U.S. dollar. And look what's happening. It's flat, but Bitcoin's been declining, just declining, declining. That shouldn't be happening. And Bitcoin, let me just show you, is that the last month? Yeah, so month, monthly, Bitcoin's been declining three months. Uh, yeah, so we're going back to April, but what matters is what's happening in the last month. So, Bitcoin's declining. So, you see here as US dollar moves up, Bitcoin moves down. So, that relationship's now intact, more, more extreme for Bitcoin. So, another way to predict price movement of Bitcoin's on chain, but theoretically, um, it would make sense if the if Bitcoin is reliant. On investments from institutions, uh, the U.S. dollar's got to be weaker. Okay, so that makes sense, right? What's happening? Because if the U.S. dollar is up 2.7 percent, Bitcoin's going to suffer, right? Um, but here's the other catalyst as well, and I showed this before. 
what happened when the banks, those three banks went bankrupt in March. Bitcoin spiked along with gold. So right now, if I was to show XAU gold and US dollar, what's happening? So the same thing's happening. You can see uh, gold, uh, US dollar performing, gold going down, and Bitcoin getting hit even further. So why is that? And if I throw in the stock market, uh, we'll do the SPY again. What's been happening with the SPY? That's moving up. So this gets kind of weird, doesn't it? Um, but this is how, and, and I just showed you a period where these two should move in the opposite direction. So what do you focus on moving forward? Well, people will tell you that they'll focus on uh, gold and Bitcoin. But meanwhile, we have the dollar moving up. And why is the dollar moving up? Simple. When the dollar is moving up because of the U.S. debt deal has just happened. So the dollar, a vote of confidence, has moved the dollar up. Now, how long will that move last? Nobody knows. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. You'll, you'll see that DXY start to strengthen uh, for a while. And if they do, gold and Bitcoin won't do so well. So everything's really relying on the uh, DXY, the, the dollar, U.S. dollar performance. Now, I'm going to throw in the uh, the one, USD China one. Now, this is, you think it's not showing strength? It's not. And this is not strength. This is weakness on the yen part. Okay, even though it's moving up. Uh, that's the dollar moving up as the yuan, Chinese yuan, weakens. Okay, so everything moving forward is about the dollar. What happens to the dollar? And as long as the dollar moves up, this is probably what you'll start to see. Because the dollar is the king of all, the king of all, of all, uh, I don't want to say safety assets or safe assets, but right now, think about this. If you're an institution, as I showed you in 2022, and you know that the dollar's moving up, um, then that's that's where you invest. And you have the weakness of gold and Bitcoin, realistically, over the last, this is now, remember this after the last month. So if we see, Last five days, uh, gold has moved up as well, and, and DXY has gone negative. Um, so this right here, DXY could go negative, but it most likely will continue to move up. And that's all driven by what goes on with the economy of the U.S. So it's very hard to predict the future, but without a doubt, DXY and the weakness of the Chinese yuan um, go hand in hand. But between gold and Bitcoin, um, as long as the dollar does well, 
that's probably where you want to put your cashola. Um, and uh, yeah, it's tough to say even on a daily basis here. Um, gold gold moves up. So there's a simple trade you could do here. A very simple trade. If you factor out um, Bitcoin, let me get rid of that. Because Bitcoin can be uh, a wild factor because of its volatility. Now, if you're not wanting to deal with, with Bitcoin, this is what you could do. So you can see here, uh, gold has gone up today. DXY's gone negative. So if you want to have a safe trade, let's do it this way. What's happened last month? So DX, so I'm going to get rid of the, the one. That's kind of, I hate to say, meaningless at this point. So you can see your gold, negative 3.4. Uh, DXY up 2.5, 2.6% is the last month. And SPY at 4.4% in the last month. If you so if I look at the I don't know, let's do a three month chart here. DXY seems to be the barometer of which way things go. Right? And uh it's just everything's so distorted right now. Um everything's positive, but what you could use, let's say over the last uh year. Probably year to date might be the better. You can see the dollar's fairly, uh, fairly uh, range bound. Only move 0.48%. Meanwhile, gold is up and the markets are down. So the, the, if you want to simplify your trading, you can use the DXY as the barometer for which way things go because you can see here. Slightly, you could see it as the U.S. dollar weakens. Uh, uh, the the markets go up, spy goes up, and you can sort of see a relationship. Well, it's really hard to tell, but definitely, 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 if I got rid of gold, you can see this relationship that has started to to form. Over the last, uh, is this year to date? Yeah, this is year to date. That when the US dollar falls, the markets go up. When the dollar strengthens, as in here, the overall, the uh, SPY will fall. So there's an indirect relationship there. So you could use the SPY as your barometer to forecast potential moves of uh, the uh, stock market. Generally, if this holds, let's see if it has. So that's a three uh, a year to date. And does it work somewhat? Yeah, it definitely works over the last year. Definitely works kind of over the last uh, five years. Now, remember, this is a unique period of time. So when you have the spy as it did, when the, the 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 sickness global sickness kicked in, the markets were flooded with a ton of cash, like in the trillions. So that's what uh, moved the stock market so extremely up between here 
May 20 to December 21, right? That's because the markets were flooded with cash from the Treasury. So as it dries up, you can see it starts to fall. And that's what's happened. And then institutions started to move towards U.S. dollar. And you can somewhat see that relationship happen again. Okay, so this is the credibility of the U.S. dollar, the de-dollarization, and the markets go up. So that, that's a, a fairly safe way to gauge over the last five years what's going to move. So if you see the dollar decline, markets could move up and should theoretically move up. They, or a better word, trend up. Um, and as I said, when you factor in gold, again with gold, USD, you can see how this, this kind of relationship is kind of there uh, with gold. And right now, gold should not perform with the markets. But the question is, uh, as of like a month ago, that relationship between gold and the stock market, are they going to normalize the way they should and they move and diverge from each other? That's the question. And then when you throw in the Bitcoin, it just, unless you want to uh, hold on to extreme volatility, Bitcoin really messes up these things. So here, here's my thing, is if you're looking for relationships and what moves and what to use to forecast, your U.S. dollar is the golden bar, standard bar to use your barometer to forecast what happens to both gold and the markets. So again, if, if, if the dollar weakens, the market should go up and vice versa. And gold seems to historically somewhat uh, you won't get the really good moves of the markets, like between here and 21, when the markets moved up, gold kind of stayed fairly flat, didn't trend up, right? But you can use gold as a safe haven and uh, the dollar as well. Now, Bitcoin is going to have to be treated separately from all of this because there's really no proven relationship because it can correlate with the markets. And then it may not. And then Bitcoin can correlate around performance of the U.S. dollar. So nobody knows. So Bitcoin has to be traded on its own um, and anything crypto related. That's all I can really tell you uh, from what I'm seeing here. The yuan is going to be weak. One, if China was to finally have its economy move, let me pull up another. Uh, Let's talk about China itself. Let's see if I can find a decent uh, future. I don't really know a lot about the one outside of the CFD. Um, so let's see how the one is. Uh, there's a bonds ETF, US dollar. See if there's a future for it. Um, okay, let's try this. This Matt Burrow. I don't know how accurate this is. Matt Bar of EXE. That's no good. 
All right. So, um, okay. So, but what we can look at are two things regarding China. Um, there's the Hang Sen uh, market, which is kind of we can we can trade uh, Hong Kong through this through this index through the Hang uh, Seng. Hang Seng Index Futures, okay, HSI. So you can see it's been declining since. Uh, also, let me see if there's another one we can try to capture here. Okay, there's a Shanghai Composite. So Shanghai uh, Composite. Uh, so it doesn't look like there is. I'm sure they're oh they're going under all Shanghai local company. I don't know which one's the popular one. Let's see if there's got to be a Shanghai composite. Um, is there a fund for it? Eh, okay. Well, let's just stick with uh, Hong Kong then. So you can see it's just been declining. So right now, the way it's going with with uh, China, Hong Kong, it seems to be not worry not worry about it with the one. Um, if you want a steady, easy uh, trade, you can definitely, as I said, do this trade. This is a good trade, but there's no correlation with the U.S. thus far. Uh, predictable that is so you can see here since may april it's gone from here 6.4 now to 7.12 so again that's usd cnh that's a good trade still not as good as uh the the uh euro turk euro against the turkish lira that's still your prior best trade um right now comparatively you can see here, just China is just 150. So you can see with the Euro Turkish Lira, you're already at 156% since September of 2021. Meanwhile, you'd only get a 4% return with the US dollar Chinese yuan. Uh, the other one that might be noteworthy is the Japanese yen. Very low volatile trade. And... Uh, you know, it's steady somewhat, but you still be up 33%. So if you want to have low spread cost with a decent return, yeah, USD, Japanese yen is pretty good. So um, those are your, as, as the US dollar strengthens, those are two good um, uh, currencies to have, namely the US dollar, Japanese. That's going to get you a better one. If you want to go extreme, just go with the euro, Turkish lira. Uh, so here's yeah, uh, this is the, the simple way to do it. Uh, as I said, the DXY versus the SPY and gold and US dollar as well. That's probably the simplest trade. All right, so that's pretty well it, and we'll leave it at that. Hopefully, you got something out of it. Thanks for watching.
guess I'm a wizard. I'm going to go ahead and 